Vegas Golden Knights bumped up the pace and they've matched that on-ice game with the Zoom media conferences over the last couple of days. Great quote yesterday from Pete DeBoer talking about the moon and Canada. Today it's Marc-Andre Fleury's turn. This is VGK Daily, the podcast. Darren Millard with you. Team focused on the PK at practice today. A little more on that, plus uh, Pete DeBoer, Marc-Andre Fleury comments. You'll hear from Flower for the first time. But before we get all into that, uh, let's introduce play-by-play man, Dave Gosher. Welcome to the podcast. People can't see our studio here, but it it really is impressive, isn't it? This is a palatial spot here. Uh, I'm in a fairly comfortable chair. You're in a leather couch that seems comfortable enough with your feet up. That's shocking. (laughs) So, yeah, just what a wonderful spot. Some uh, black curtains over there. A uh, big flat screen above you, which would be, which would look nice, maybe. What in my about back the waterfall patio. and the swim up bar? Yeah, the swim up. Have bar. you tried that out yet? I haven't yet. That's uh, that's my next stop, especially with the heat now. Uh, mm-hmm. Kind of like the your pool you're having put in. You're gonna have the swim up bar, so that's good to know. Yeah, the only thing I'm missing is water. <laughs> the hole. If it's a pool without water, <laughs> is it really a pool? No, uh, it might be just a puddle. Yeah, it's I'm just a big sure. slab of big uh, hole of concrete. A depression. <laughs> that's right. A sizable depression. That seems to be coming along well. So, that's so the, uh, they worked on the pan- power plate yesterday, and uh, this is a case where at practice on Saturday, Pete DeBoer really dove into the penalty kill, which was an area of concern pretty much the whole season. What did you see? Yeah, I thought it was, you know, it's an area too, I think, Mallard, that um, to your point, and, and let's go back to even before the coaching change, I mean, they had given up a lot of goals on the penalty kill, too many. Um, seemed to tweak it a bit, maybe a little bit more pressure in the in their own zone when, when Pete took over. Um, and now today we see Shea Theodore out there killing penalties a little bit from time to time. And I thought Pete's comment was interesting. He's not a believer that just because you're an offensively gifted defenseman, that doesn't mean you cannot kill penalties. So, yeah, I think that um, I like that tweak. I, I like the fact that uh, they realized it wasn't where it needed to be. And now how often do we see it every year in the playoffs? You're – your ability to kill penalties and then take advantage on your power play. If if you can't, if you're not able to get those two things accomplished, you're gonna have a tough time getting to where they want to go. So yeah, all for it. Like that, you know, like to see Shea out there. I I think a player of his caliber, you'd like to see him get on the ice as much as possible. And um, so to see him out there today, I thought was uh, was a good thing. I find it interesting when a coaching change happens to see how much is switched up and how much stays the same because you have two different, very different viewpoints. Uh, Riley Smith and William Carlson did not kill penalties when Pete DeBoer took over, but are working on the penalty kill now. So just a, an adjustment uh, there from Pete. And sometimes you look at it and you go, well, that, that, that did work pretty well. Yeah, it did. And, you know, I think that And when he took over as he did, uh, I think at first maybe you're – you're maybe a little hesitant to change too much up right away. You know, they had those, I think it was four games, three or four games before the bye. If I remember three right. with Pete. Three with Pete. Yeah. And then they had another road trip right after the bye as well. Um, so I think gradually, though, you started to see some changes. You know, yeah, Carlson and Smith killed all the time under Gerard Gallant. They didn't really under Pete. Now we've seen it here today. You know, another little, you know, you put William Carlson between Patch Reddy and Stone. That really hadn't happened much. I mean, it was... You know, with uh, Carlson, Marshall, so and Smith were kind of all joined together at the hip. So, yeah, and I've always wondered that about coaches, especially when you take over in midstream like he did in January and you take over a team that was so loyal to the old coach. You know, how much are you willing to change things and tweak things 
and slowly but surely, he's really tried to put his stamp on the team. Here's Pete DeBoer talking about the penalty kill and what he's trying to accomplish, uh, then into Smith and Carlson being reunited, and finally, the last comment you'll hear is the implementation uh, of Shea Theodore on the penalty killing unit. You know, it's the one area that uh, I think when we went into the pause that uh, we weren't real happy with. I think we were better than the numbers indicated, uh, but uh, we were still giving up too much. So, you know, we've had a concentration on special teams here the last couple of days. You know, both special teams are going to be critical come playoff time and once we get to, to Edmonton. So... Uh, we're going to spend more and more time as we go forward here on both those areas. I think the pause, uh, you know, allows you to kind of look at your, your whole group and your team and, and combinations and, and the analytics. I think all those things. So I think when we, when we dove into, uh, you know, our group and particularly our penalty killing, um, you know, that was something that uh, we wanted to try uh, when we started up again. I've never been a believer that offensive defensemen can't kill or shouldn't be out there in the last minute of a game. I think, uh, you know, when you when you have the type of uh, skill and speed that a guy like Shea has, you know, if he's thinking defensive, you know, he's capable of being one of the, one of the best defensive players on the team. So it's just mindset and... Um, you know, it, it's hard not to put a guy like that on the ice. At the same time, um, you know, I think if we get to where we want to go, we're going to have to use everybody in every situation. And we're trying to work everybody through all the special teams because, uh, you know, you're, you're two, three injuries away from really having to, to uh, dig into uh, the depth of your group uh, in some of those situations. Penalty kill out of the way. We've we've done all the uh, the hard lifting there on the. I'm analyzing. exhausted. Yes, to be quite honest with you. Uh, as far as what players are taking to the bubble, it seems to be a popular. And we will get to Mark Andre Fleury. We're saving that at the end. It's a little little teaser, right? The, the broadcasting tip is to make sure you keep people until the very end. What would you take to the bubble? What would I take to the bubble? My iPad for sure. Mm-hmm. I have an iPad Mini. That uh, it's not like the full blown iPad, but I'm on it. Hence the mini. Hence the mini. How <laughs> uh, much gets past you? Uh, the iPad Mini. Yes. My Bose noise canceling headphones, for sure. Is that the sh- uh, Shane Knighty? The Shane Knighty yeah. issued. Well, not issued. Um, we sit next to each other every flight in normal times. And in year one, we'd watch movies. Well, we watched movies for three years together. But after year one, well, I just had junky headphones, and he had the noise canceling ones. And he basically said, I'm going deaf, cranking up the volume so you can hear the movie. <laughs> so I was told, basically, I yeah. needed to get noise-canceling headphones, which I got for my birthday. So that was good. Um, they'd be on the list. You know, it's a funny little thing I would bring. I have a – it's going to sound stupid because it probably is. I have a smaller pillow, not a full-size pillow, but it's almost like a, a shorter rectangular-shaped pillow. That's a, It's kind of like a mini pillow, like yeah. the mini iPad. I would bring that with me. It's great. It's firm. One of my issues in hotels is... You know they have pillows in hotels. A lot of times they're too soft. Oh. That's my issue sometimes with hotel pillows. And my niece made me a great, like, Elvis pillowcase for it. She took one of my old ties. I had an Elvis tie, and she's great with this stuff. She's 16, God yep. bless her. And she made me, like, a pillowcase. She kind of stitched in the, the part of the old tie into a pillowcase for the Elvis pillow. Really? So Elvis pillow, noise-canceling headphones, iPad. A shaving kit probably goes without saying. That's about it. Close. <laughs> well, like Mark andre Fleury said, I'd take some underwear. 
I'm going to be there for a couple weeks. Exactly. <laughs> I, think, I think we are looking for something a little more specific, but yeah. uh, but underwear is good. Yeah, uh, I could be there good. two months if uh, all goes well. You know, uh, a couple of guys uh, have talked about the Xbox. You're, you're not a gamer. Not really. No? No. Like Shane, Son, Zayden, they play all the time. So I'll go over and, like, if I'm over there to their house, I'll play, and they will uh, beat me uh uh, a great deal in, in the Xbox uh, video games. Yes. Here's a John Merrill and Gage Quinney on what they would take to the bubble. My Kindle for sure. Um, you know, maybe an adult coloring book or something like that. I've been doing so much coloring over the break that it's a skill of mine that I think I'm going to have to stay on top of. But um, other than that, not too much. I'm a pretty simple guy. So a, a bed and some TV and my Kindle, I should be all right. If I just bring my Xbox, I think uh, I'll be pretty set. Call of Duty, that'll really kill some time. The games are pretty long, and then any sport games uh, really, really help out. Still trying to figure figure things out. Um, I I just order Xbox. You know, a lot of the young guys are playing Xbox, and you know, also I think I'll try to jump in with them and uh, pick that up a bit. Yeah, I don't uh, I don't see you playing Call of Duty a lot. No, no, no. It's just. Uh... So I, you know why, Mallard? I don't know why. Like, I probably showing my age, but I was big Atari, Nintendo <laughs> back in the day. How about in, in television? In television, had the better graphics it back did. in the day, right? But we had the Atari with all yeah. the cartridges you'd click yeah. in. And then in college, I had Nintendo. Well, I didn't. My Two of my buddies had Nintendo, so we spent a lot of time in their room when we should have been studying. And you were video just games. calling games? Calling games. Yeah, yeah. boy. There you go. That was one of my first experiences, calling games off a monitor. And did you know that back then that this would all come in handy? No. No. No, I, I can't say I... I You've been I, groomed I, for the pandemic uh, broadcast for a while. For a long time. I saw into the future. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what did you think of Marc-Andre Fleury in his first couple of days and then just uh, his comments coming out of, uh, out of his second workout? Yeah, I, well, first thing first, great to see him back. I think Pete tried to um, downplay it. You know, and, and any potential, um, I don't know if panic's the word, but over-the-top over, um, over concern. I, I think that, you know, somebody that's been skating for four or five weeks and somebody that's 35 years old, why, why are we pushing it? I mean, they still, have, they still have a good amount of runway here before they even get to the bubble. I mean, it's a week tomorrow as we sit here right now. So, um, and I was curious. So he was asked today because he did do the Zoom about, you know, Pete has said they're going to use both goaltenders. And, you know, you've got Flower, who's the face of the franchise here, that has carried the load for almost three years. But you bring in Robin Leonard at the deadline, and in such a compressed schedule, Mallard, I mean, if, if they go all the way, all this is going to happen in 65 days. And the necessity, if you don't have two like the Golden Knights do or some other teams, I think you're going to Five rounds, right? Five rounds. Yeah, you get the round Robin and then yeah. potentially four more. If you don't have two guys you can count on, I think that's, you know, you, you, you're probably not going to be in a good spot. We'll get his comments on that as well as just what it's like to be back out there competing after all of this time away from the rink. Phase two and phase three have been uh, a welcome return to normal life for Mark andre Fleury. I guess we got to, you know, start early in June, but, um, you know, this time you just feel better about yourself going, going to the ring, battle a bit, you know, compete and... Um, then you go home and get, you know, you're tired, you want to relax. And also, I think it just it feels good to uh, just to see them, yell at them a bit, you know, and um, try to um, get them mad on the ice, you know, from, because they don't score. But So it's been, uh, it's been a lot of fun. I think it's fine, you know, if Pete's not, whatever he is the coach, right, whatever he decides on, 
I'm good with it. I just, uh, at the end of the day, well, all that matters is, is winning, right? And that's why we're, we're all here. And um, obviously, you know, it's always more fun when you're on the ice and playing. But um, I think playoff comes, you know, you got to put your, uh, you got to be selfless, right? And, and do what's right for the team. And um, yeah, I think, like I said, I just want to win. It doesn't matter uh, how it is. And obviously, you know, it's, like I said, it's more fun playing, but uh, we'll see how it goes. You're right about the challenge of being in a position where you may flip back and forth, but he's done that before. So I wonder if that makes it easier when the when Pittsburgh Penguins. Yeah, you know, but, you know, and he said that. He knows emotionally what, what's going to come his way. Yeah, and I think in if you look at both the scenarios, though, Mallard, they are similar in that, you know, he was the guy in Pittsburgh for a lot of years, and then – all of a sudden wasn't the guy anymore with Matt Murray coming in. He's been the guy in Vegas now for basically three full seasons, and now with bringing in Robin Leonard, it does change the landscape. So I don't know if he was crazy about the scenario when he was in Pittsburgh, but I, I think you kind of you learn to live with it. You know, he said earlier today that all that matters, especially now, is, is winning and winning a, another Stanley Cup for him. But he also added, but I'd like to play. Mm-hmm. So his more fun playing. Yeah. Yes, his pride as an athlete and pride of what he's already done to this point in his career and winning multiple Stanley Cups. I think that's a huge motivating factor for him. But I would think you'd have to learn to park some of that for now, considering the situation this team's in with a great chance to win it. I was uh, thinking, you know what sounds better than being called a three-time Stanley Cup champion? Four. Yes. <laughs> So again, you don't get this analysis nope. just anywhere. Nope. I'm just I'm just breaking it down nope. as uh, as quickly and easily as I as I can. Uh, he also had the the great line or answer of the day when he said goodbye uh, and so long after his first media conference. And uh, here's here's Mark Andre Fleury. Flower, thanks for your time today. All right, thank you guys. See you around. Or maybe not. <laughs> Talk to you. <laughs> That's awesome. I'll see you. Maybe not. Yeah, not sure. Yeah, like in some <laughs> form, know. maybe. We don't know. Through a Zoom, I'll see you. Uh, we will have a live stream of practice, the training camp bulletin on this uh, Sunday to bring you the happenings around VGK training camp. Power play a couple of days ago, uh, penalty kill yesterday. Uh, what's in store today uh, as we continue to track phase three in this training camp 2.0 of the Vegas Golden Knights. Longest VGK daily yet. Dave Gosher, this congratulations. Is it? You stretched it out today. This is a record? This is it. This yeah. is awesome. I'm very proud of that. Thank you for having me, and maybe next time we can set another record. That'd be great. Well, it's, I think it, uh, it's really the, the polar opposites of, of this how this conversation started, talking about all the mini, the mi- iPad mini, the mini pillow, yet we go long and set a record. <laughs> right. We, we, we do that's it all. Right. That's right. Uh, do you want to say goodbye? Goodbye. It's been wonderful chatting with you. There's Dave Gosher. We'll chat with you again tomorrow on BGK Daily. Remember to check in the uh, social media channels of the Vegas Golden Knights for all the happenings and the training camp bulletin live streamed.